is the Go Blue Crew. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to episode 120 of the Go Blue Crew. I am Tyler Fenwick, joined by Derek Devine. Uh, in this time, as we search out sports content, sometimes Jim Harbaugh just gives it to you, hands it over on a plate. Here's what he said uh, in part. This is what he told 247sports.com that Michigan in his five-year tenure has been, quote, about, about as close as you can possibly be, end quote, to winning a national championship. About as close as you can possibly be to winning a national championship. <laughs> uh, I laugh at it, so I feel like I gave away my hand pretty quickly. But Derek, how do you feel about this? You know, it's for sure going to be taken out of context. It, it has been a little bit. Uh, I know that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere delusional was a word that it described. And I think possibly, yeah, it could be. But I, I think I see where he's coming from. And it's just the fact that um, you're essentially every year, um, at least the the years that they've had a chance going into the big game, you're a, a win over Ohio State away from representing um that side in the in the Big Ten Championship. And if you look at um, the East, Ohio State's won it the last three years, Penn State the year before that, Michigan State back in 2015, and Ohio State. Um, the, the, the East has dominated the Big Ten, um, whether it's just looking at the championship or head-to-head matchups. I mean, really outside of Wisconsin and once in a while an Iowa heartbreaker. I mean, it's really such a lopsided conference the way it's split out. And so I think, yeah, what he's saying is what we all know is if you if you look at what Michigan's had the opportunity to do, it was beat Ohio State, um, be one of the top-ranked, top-four teams in the country, uh, potentially hold your own in the, in the Big Ten championship. And I think, yeah, if you, if you look at the teams that could have beaten Ohio State and even the team that should have beaten Ohio State, I think that team easily has a chance to not only make the college football playoff by winning the Big Ten, but have a chance to make the national championship game. And I think the way he's thinking of it is if you beat Ohio State, and I think anyone could say this, if you beat Ohio State, you're arguably one of the best teams in the country and one of the best teams that has a chance to win the national championship. I think it's hard to take this seriously because you mentioned the national championship uh, level. Um, if you were to say Big Ten champs, I think this reads a little bit better uh, because you're now you're now you have to factor in Alabama and Clemson and the battle that they had for multiple years. Uh, so I would say that it's a little weird. Uh, maybe he's just coming up with something to say because he's finally doing some interviews again. But it's not necessarily wrong. It's just a little bit of a stretch and. I guess I would have rather had him say make the college football playoff or win a Big Ten championship because to go from, um, you know, basically beating Ohio State means you'd be to the national title game and potentially champions is definitely a stretch because you're assuming, one, you beat Ohio State, which you haven't done, and two, you have to take care of the Big Ten uh, West and you have to take care of two teams in the college football playoff. And I think for anybody moving forward, that's going to be a tough path. That's exactly what I was thinking. Winning the national championship is like four hurdles away. He needs to get past Ohio State first and go on to the Big Ten 
championship win that then get into the playoff and then win that game and then win the next game like there's a bunch of stuff that needs to happen and yeah if you were to say we've come about as close as you possibly can to getting to the conference championship game which is not as uh provocative as winning the national championship you know he came within inches in 2016 and and came within a game in in 2018 that's that's the kind of stuff that is realistic um maybe he's saying these things and and because i wonder this for coaches and anybody who like has to talk to the media you know they they'll talk let's say for 10 minutes you know they got a 10 minute interview which is relatively short and and you got to be thinking in the back of your mind like what is it i'm going to say that people are going to latch on to because it's going to be something and it may not be the thing i'm thinking it'll be and i wonder if jim harbaugh said that and thought nothing of it or if in the back of his head he was like ah crap that's it (laughs) here i am saying we're about as close as you can get to winning a national championship and they're gonna be like wait a second no you're not uh so yeah i i guess we're just filling the void here with some sports content and and jim harbaugh may just be doing the same he's like hey look we're about as close as you can get um you know you, you might be able to say he's close because of of you know the 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 barriers in his way are very much stacked in order get past ohio state conference championship playoffs um but but to say that you're as close as you can be is i mean that's just a little ridiculous and and i maybe it serves um no usefulness uh or, or i should say maybe maybe it does nothing to like hurt yourself or your program but i also don't see where it has any kind of usefulness because it's just plainly kind of ridiculous yeah i honestly think it's probably intentional i don't think it's it's obviously not gonna help or hurt really in any situation other than draw attention which it has Um, i think it's intentional and i i think of two things come to mind. One, I think that in a world where even Urban Meyer is still taking jabs at Michigan, this ultimately is like a major props to Ohio State, if you think of it that yeah. way. He's saying that by beating Ohio State, essentially, we're, we're a game against a good Ohio, a win against a good Ohio State team away from winning the national title. So that's giving full credit saying, you know what, Ohio State is that good that if we beat them and they're a solid team, top four in the country, whether we're top four or top eight and in the running to make the playoff, and, and then obviously assumed, and he assumed in this conversation, that they take care of business after Ohio State, that's obviously giving credit to Ohio State and admitting that that is a very good team. And any year that you beat Ohio State, you're going to have a chance to win a national title. Again, a good Ohio State team. There could be a year where they finally falter in beating Ohio State really means nothing and they have to take care of business no matter what. The second thing I think of, if what if this happens? What if Jim Harbaugh and Michigan find a way to be a top 10 ranked Ohio State team and then even go on to lose against a Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship or make the college football playoff and are eliminated right away like an Ohio State has been, like uh, Michigan State has been. Uh, obviously, Ohio State has won it as well. What's the narrative then? Because I think that there's so much put on beating Ohio State. He realizes there's so much being put on beating Ohio State. This is kind of his comment to say we're an Ohio State victory 
a Michigan over Ohio State victory away from being in the national title conversation. Like, what happens if he does beat Ohio State and then is eliminated from the playoff right away? I mean, and obviously it's in favor. Fans are in favor of that. I think a lot of people will give him credit if he beats a good Ohio State team, even if it's just once. Like, what's that look like to you if he does beat Ohio State, jumps over that hurdle, and because there are multiple hurdles left, uh, he doesn't jump over those, and you look at Michigan as not even a Big Ten champ, potentially. Frankly, don't care. I mean, if it became a pattern, if it was like Michigan's beating Ohio State 60% of the time now, but is never able to to win the conference championship or, or you know completely get smoked in the first round of the college football playoff, uh, that I mean, that would be a criticism to come, but only after a certain amount of time. I mean, this Ohio State thing has plagued Michigan for well over a decade now. And, and it, I mean, I, I can't, it's hard to even fathom like how enormous that would be for the program to get past Ohio State once. Yeah, sure. But like, what if it happened two times in a row? Or three out of five, like that kind of stuff. When that happens, um, it, I think it'll just be so enormous that that we won't really will care about what comes next. Obviously, but um, it could be bad, and we'll just be like, whatever. Beat Ohio State, you know. I think that's how it's going to be. Yeah, I'm. I, I think that it is crazy to to maybe mention this, especially the way it's being taken. Whether he implied it to be or intended for it to be taken that way or not. The the thing that I keep getting caught on, though, is although I do think Ohio State is one of the best programs year in and year out, and beating Ohio State probably means great things, increases your chances for the college football playoff, and maybe even makes you a contender. If you look at the team that uh, Ohio State was in 2016 and the, the whole spot, uh, and, and Michigan being, like you said, near inches away, or less centimeters away from from winning that game, Clemson just steamrolled Ohio State. Um, so to think that Michigan could have been in that much better of position, even if the spot would have been different, it, it could be laughable because I think Clemson seemed unstoppable uh, and then obviously went on to prove that and has gone on to prove over the last few years that they're a team that's going to be in the conversation for at least what appears to be a while. So I, I think that that's probably the easiest argument against the national title picture is, Hey, even in the year that you had the best shot to beat Ohio state and lost, but you had the best shot to beat Ohio state and you want to blame the refs. You want to blame the spot. Ohio state didn't go on to do much more after the big 10 championship. They got rolled by Clemson and it became the Alabama Clemson show. And and people almost forgot about the game that Michigan and Ohio state had. So yeah, again, it increases your chances. And you're likely the the Big Ten representative from the East in the championship. Most years, the East is going to win, probably even moving forward, just the way uh, things have shaped over the past five years. And you're going to meet up with three other really good teams in the college football playoff that have found a way to be pretty competitive, at least one or two of the games, and likely the championship game. So it's going to take a really good team to, to beat Ohio State, obviously. Uh, it's going to take an even better team to, to win the national title. And so, yeah, overall, I do think that this is a little crazy to say, but 
I give him credit. I mean, he's, he knows how to get in the, the media and be talked about whether he intends to or not. And <laughs> hey, it gives us something to rattle off about for 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm not mad. Um, one thing I do worry about, even though I don't see it this way, I think some people might see it this way, is that Jim Harbaugh is kind of hopelessly trying to wish something into existence because uh, double-digit wins three of the five years, but also three of the five years, he's finished third in the Big Ten East, uh, fourth in 2017, best finish was second in 2018. If you just look at it from from this broad level, it's like... I can see how some people might think it's smacking of of desperation. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, we're really close. Don't, don't look over there at that stuff. Look at, look at me. Yeah. We we are, we are right there. Just, you know, a couple things here, a couple things there. And and we're, we're off and running again. I don't see it that way, but I think some people might look at it and, and think, dang, like he's, he's really trying to wish this into existence. Um, and and maybe that's only a couple people, and I'm blowing this up for no reason. But I think I think some people out there might see it that way. Yeah, I, I think that's completely possible. Um, I feel like we were talking before the the show that Josh Gaddis was even tweeting a couple of few weeks ago about Harbaugh having the eighth best record in the country. It's a conversation that I got in over the weekend when someone I was around called Harbaugh a terrible coach. I mean. He can't say he's terrible because he hasn't reached the national title game or hasn't beaten Ohio State, but sure. He's, maybe he's, maybe he's terrible at, at meeting your expectations. I think that's the way we should maybe start to say it. Yeah. Not that he's a terrible coach, but that we all have these expectations, including him, obviously. I mean, he wouldn't be a coach at this level if he didn't have high expectations for himself and his team. And maybe we can sit here and be like, oh, he's terrible at meeting those expectations. But you can't sit here and say he's terrible at being a coach. Yeah, and, and I think that people don't think. It's really honestly what it boils down to. So go look at the, the half of the timeline, uh, even like a week like this week. Just There's a lot of people that don't think deeply about anything. For me, I think when Josh Gaddis tweets out this thread about Harbaugh having the eighth best record in the country and showing some of the games they've won and some of the games they've played, um, he, he goes on to say, you know what, we know what game matters and obviously kind of tips the cab and says, hey, we get it. We haven't beat Ohio State, but you can't say we hide behind an easy schedule either. And and I feel like, yeah, some of these numbers can be distracting and, and make this quote that Jim Harbaugh has look even crazier. If you look at the record over the last three seasons, it's 27 and 12. Those are not, uh, that's not a win and loss column that would imply you're anywhere close to being a national title contender. I think that two of those years in particular um, were just, rough years um i think 2017 was obviously a forgettable year and i think this past season uh the way it started and and ended up going pretty forgettable year as well and so i think that we've seen a lot of things during harbaugh's time that we've liked and we've seen a lot of things that we've really disliked i think obviously this pandemic uh throws a wrench in everyone's plans but i think that michigan jim harbaugh josh gaddis um, Don Brown, others players think that they have a chance to be one of the best teams in the country. And I think that even though it sounds crazy, Harbaugh feels like his team is that close to being in the national title picture. And again, I think that you can argue it both ways, but 
if there's one thing that he's always been, it's confident in his team and confident in the way that his style of play works. I think that's what happened uh, in games against Ohio State in the past. There's a game where uh, Minnesota or uh, Maryland was a two-point conversion away from beating Ohio State, and it seemed like the easy call was Michigan tries to exploit Ohio State's weaknesses, and I think Harbaugh thinks it's what 2018. Harbaugh goes in and, and says, you know what, we're better um, just playing the way we play, and, and Ohio State was prepared for it and dismantled Michigan. And I think that there's still a little bit of that, the way we do things works, and this is championship football. Uh, I think there's arrogance behind that, and I think that by hiring a Josh Gaddis and bringing someone like a Josh Gaddis um, on board and some of the things we saw that were positives on the offensive side, sure, if you can get that offense to catch up with the defense, which is produced tons of NFL draft picks, this could easily be a team that has a chance to beat Ohio State, even when Ohio State's good, and yes, therefore would have a chance to win a national title. But yeah, sometimes when you say these things, and you you have to remember that journalists and writers and podcasters and critiques exist, and they're going to bring up your record in the last three years. They're going to bring up how crazy it is because you haven't even beat Ohio State let alone jump over the rest of the hurdles that would take to be a national title winner. So, yeah, it's hardball crazy. But, I mean, I was looking through one of these articles, and it's hilarious. You know how, I mean, everyone knows how you, you get recommended other articles within. I looked at this yeah. Yahoo Sports article, the recommendations within, the related content. Here's one of them. Jim Harbaugh, not a fan of eating chicken for the most Jim Harbaugh reason ever. That had to have been three years ago. Um, another one, the rumors are true. Jim Harbaugh has his own khakis guy again, probably two years ago. This is a guy who makes the news because of the things he says. And I mean, that's the only thing you need to look at is this is a story being ran because it's another crazy Harbaugh spoken word. Okay. This, that brings up my, my last point. Um, and I think there's an obvious answer here, but I'll ask it anyway. This talk about, oh my gosh, Jim Harbaugh said they're as close as you can get to winning a national championship. That's obviously not true. Does this distract from the good things he has done? Does it make us not appreciate a few 10 and 3 seasons? Or, I mean, are we just unappreciative? Yeah, I, I think I think so. I think that, I mean, just the way the fan base is in general and, and even some of the media, I think people are so split, right? Like, I... I look forward to this season and the possibilities and how people are going to handle um, overcoming this pandemic. And even if at this point, if football is going to exist this fall, um, there's going to be people torn about quarterback. There's still people that are going to be in the fired Harbaugh crowd. But I think that when Josh Gaddis tweeted what he tweeted um, a few weeks ago and, and kind of the, the conversation we had shortly today is, it's easy to be distracted by the no college football playoff uh, appearances, the no wins against Ohio state, which again, Jim Harbaugh is implying are, are probably related. Um, but he has accomplished some, some great things. Um, I think, yeah, he hasn't met anyone's expectations, fan, non-fan, but I think you worded it perfectly earlier in the show. I, I think he's done some awesome things. He's sent lots of guys to the draft. Um, I mean, there's just a ton of positive that he's brought to the program. It just happens to be that nothing 
that he's done has ever been enough. And so I think it's really easy to just think, man, this guy is delusional. He thinks he's close to winning a national title and it hasn't felt anything like that because you get to that last game of the season and you go into it as a fan thinking there's no chance. And then even when there's somehow a chance of John O'Corn as the quarterback in 2017, you quickly realize there is no chance. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that I'm consistently all over the place with how I feel, but overall, I, I feel like I am really a, appreciative of what he's brought to the program, the, how much Michigan's been talked about, the chances that they have had to make the playoff, even though they've fallen short. And I still have confidence moving forward that he's the best option at coach. Uh, and I'd have trouble. Uh, I'd love to hear the argument for other people, like legitimate arguments from other people at this point, uh, because I just think that Michigan's in such better hands than where they could be if you look at some of these other top-tier programs bouncing around coaches similar to what Michigan did um, all not that long ago. Well, thank you, Derek, for bringing up the 2017 season. We really needed that. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's I feel like I, I think about this all the time. Those things get talked about for good reason because they are, they're staples in the Jim Harbaugh era. And it's like I cringed even talking about Every time something gets brought up and I'm about to say something about the spot in the 2016 game, like I cringe, man. It's like, I don't want to talk about this, no. No. <laughs> but that's the reality of, of what we've seen. And some of the, you know, the, the old pain re-arises and we've got to do that to the listeners sometimes. Of course. Yeah. Um, I give this reminder. Uh, I've been giving this reminder every show, but you know, usually we're weekly, uh, slowing down a little bit just because of everything going on. And so you may not hear from us for, you know, two weeks, maybe three weeks. I, I, you know, maybe we'll be back next week. I don't know. It just kind of depends on what's going on out there. But until the next time, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Ty underscore Fenwick. And uh, Derek is at Divine Identity. Thanks for listening. Go Blue. Go Blue.